0: Good morning, Kansas City. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Welcome to our show from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810, WHB in Kansas City. You know I'm here every Sunday morning from 7 to 8 a.m., except I won't be here the next two weeks because it's going to be Christmas and New Year's. So we're taking a little break and hope you enjoy the holidays and sleep in so you won't have to get up and listen to me on Sunday mornings. But you know I'm here every week, and in January I'll be starting my 33rd consecutive year on radio, my 23rd year at Sports Radio 810 WHB. I'm looking forward for another great year with great topics and great conversations to get into with you. You know, I've been doing this show a long time, and if you have followed the show, listened to our podcast, the things we do on the show, you know, I talk about the psychological side of sports, sports psychology, mindsets, attitudes, confidence. And in the world of sports, we deal with so many different things. We deal with the pressures of succeeding and, and failing, winning and losing, uh, getting along. There's so many topics that come up, like preparation, confidence, self-esteem, sportsmanship. And we're gonna have an interesting show today because in a little while, we're going to have a young lady on named Sarah who has worked with me for the last couple of years. She's a college athlete, she's a college soccer player, a wonderful young woman. And we're gonna talk about the stress athletes go through and some of the pressures that they have to deal with. And in light of that, I'm going to start with this. I, I was on CNN last night, got an interview by Pamela Brown about an NBA player named Tyrell Terry who retired after his second year in the NBA. A draft pick 2020 by Dallas was released at the end of the year and then signed by Memphis this year and then retired quickly after about a month. And he cited the stress and the pressures that he's had to deal with as an NBA basketball player. He called it the darkest times of his life while describing the anxiety basketball caused him. Intrusive thoughts, waking up nauseous, finding myself struggling to take normal breaths because of the rock that would sit on my chest that seemed to weigh more than I could carry. This is just a brief description of the anxiety this sport has caused me. And while I'm grateful for every door it has opened for me, I can't continue this fight any longer for something I have fallen out of love with. I want to repeat that, something I've fallen out of love with. He was drafted by the Mavericks with the 31st overall pick in 2020 out of Stanford, played one year for the Cardinal, named to the Pac-12 All-Freshman team in his lone season. He then appeared in 11 games for Dallas during his rookie season, but was waived in October 2021. He then signed with the Memphis Grizzlies, appeared in two games last season before being waived. He said, to most, I will be forever known as a bust, a failure, or a waste of talent. While those may be true when it comes to basketball, it's the biggest failures in life that lead to the greatest success. There is more for me out in this vast world, and I am extremely excited to be able to explore that, and for the first time, to be able to find my identity outside of being a basketball player. He concluded, I'm eternally grateful to those who have believed in me and apologize for which I'm going to talk about here in a second, apologize to those that I've let down. But I'm headed down a different path now, one that will hopefully lead to happiness and being able to love myself again. This young man has more guts than most people I know because he came out on social media and talked about the fact that he's quitting a sport he's played his whole life that he's loved. But he can't do it anymore. Why can't he do it anymore? Well, we don't know for sure from the specifics, but we know in general because of the stress, the anxiety, the pressure that he's felt. Obviously, a very bright young man. If you went to Stanford, you know he's smart. And and, and this is something that I want to bring up about athletes. Smart athletes, just like smart people, think. And when they think, they sometimes overthink. And then when they overthink, they worry. And when they worry, they get stressed and anxious and everything falls apart. And I think for this young man, that's probably part of what's been going on. Obviously a very bright, intelligent man, especially when you listen, or excuse me, when you read what I just just read uh, that he wrote. Very intelligent, very introspective. And I commend him. I commend him intensely for the fact that he's brave enough to come out in the public on Instagram and expose himself and say, hey, I can't do it anymore. It's too much. I need to move on. He is already successful, in my opinion, just by the fact that he did that. Our, <clears throat> excuse me. Our phone number is 913 Love to hear from you if you have any thoughts or comments on that. And we're going to be joining Sarah here in a moment. Now, as I said, Sarah is a collegiate soccer player. I've worked with her for the last couple years, and she's a wonderful young lady. She has great introspection on herself. She's gone through the transfer portal once and is going through it again. And we're going to talk with her about stress, about the pressures of being a college athlete. Because let me tell you something. Being a college athlete, everybody thinks, oh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. You know, the NCAA mandates 20 hours maximum, but I can tell you a lot of athletes do many, many hours more than that to train and get themselves in the right frame of mind. So, Sarah, thanks for joining us this morning. I appreciate you being with us.
1: Yes, of course.
0: So we met a couple years ago. Why don't you tell everyone how you found me and, and why you wanted to start working with me?
1: Um, so it was two seasons ago. And I was, like, really struggling within my sport. I was having a lot of, like, playing anxiety and just, like, couldn't be myself on the field. So I was having my mom try and find somebody to work with, and we ran into you. And it just, like, worked from there and it's really helped me, like, become confident in being playing in my sport again.
0: Well, I've really enjoyed working with you, and you're you're a very intelligent, very talented, and very... Bright young lady, and, and and you get it. You understand the issues that go on. So let's let's talk about when you first contacted me. What was the anxiety mm-hmm. about? What was the stress about? What, 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 why? What did you? Why did you feel you needed wanted to talk to someone?
1: Just out on the field, like every play, every touch in the ball, stuff like that. Is like, am I gonna mess up? Like. Am I doing what I'm doing to be out on the field? Am I fit enough? Am I fast enough to be here? Can I kick the ball for enough? Things like that. It's just like I was thinking about it all. How much playing time am I getting? What time did I sub in? Who did I sub off? Like just all the thoughts of like what's going on instead of just worrying about just having fun playing. Like I was being so stressful over all of the little things outside of just enjoying my sport.
0: You know, we've talked about this before and it's something I want to bring up. There's there's a big difference between the words worry and focus. And when you're worrying about something, I'm gonna have you answer this. When you're worrying about something, Sarah, what are you doing? When you're focusing on something, what are you doing?
1: Um, when you're focusing on something like it's just what you're thinking about all the time, like you you're taking the time to like focus on it and like taking that time of it. And then worrying is like taking the other time to just like wonder what's happening about it having no control over it, things like that
0: you know you you have come a long way in in your soccer career and i know you have aspirations to play beyond college you went through the transfer portal once you're going to go through it again so let me ask you the the pressures and stressors that a collegiate athlete has to deal with what what are they tell us about share those with us
1: of them it's just like it's having the balance of like school your sport having a social life doing anything outside of like your sports school and social life things like that like things that you enjoy in classes like if you're missing classes for traveling or an exam you have to find time to make it up where are you learning that materials you're traveling sometimes it can be eight hours so like that takes up a lot of time it's a lot of stress you have to be able to work and communicate with all your professors about it if they're willing to work with you.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on right there. If they're willing to work with you. Have you had some professors that were not willing to work with you?
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes they'll practice during, like, their office hours and stuff like that, and if they have too many students, they might not have time. They might not be able to make extra time for you to, like, get in some extra studying because you weren't able to make it because you were traveling.
0: Have you had some specific professors that just didn't, you know, the fact that you were a collegiate athlete, basically having a full-time job as a college athlete, it was like they didn't care?
1: He just wasn't really willing to work with me to give me some extra hours um, when I like kind of needed them just to cover up some topics during one week.
0: That had to be pretty frustrating. Yes. So how'd you get by? How'd you deal with it?
1: I had to kind of take more extra time to like study with in, like, just doing it on my own, like, trying to find ways, maybe some YouTube videos, some extra lessons that I might have missed, and, like, trying to find, like, where I'm, like, missing the concept on my own.
0: Well, academics are important to you just as much as playing soccer is, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Have you played with some, some, some young ladies that don't care about their academics to the degree like you do?
1: Some people might not, like, take as much pressure onto, like, their academics, yeah, but... Majority of players also very much so care about what grades they're getting, like how they're doing in their classes, like their relationships with their professors, like a lot of people like worry about that as well.
0: So when you decided to choose the first school you went to, what uh, I think this will be interesting for people to know, what was it about that first school that enticed you to go there?
1: Um, really like their playing level, the idea, like the professionalism of the program and then the overall majority just came down to like soccer for that um it was a top program and they were willing to give me some money and it kind of just fit all my criterias in those areas
0: okay so you went to this school and tell us about the first year and why you ended up leaving there
1: the first year i was there it was during um covid when it was really bad so that on top of just being a regular student athlete added a lot more pressures. Like you weren't really allowed to go see people that often. Like we were testing all the time. Like you're just hanging out with your team. You're going to practice. You're going to class. Like you don't have time, especially during that time for like outside things. We practice at 6:30 in the morning and like that put like a big stressor on me because like waking up very early, being able to wake up and perform, that was really hard. I kind of just fell down into the spot where we had a lot of girls on our roster and I wasn't really kind of getting the minutes I was going to be able to get in that program. So I felt that I needed to, like, be somewhere else to be able to grow outside of my sport as well as within my sport.
0: And so you made the decision to transfer as a result of that. And Mm -hmm. you've gone to the second school. And tell us about what's happened at the second school you've been at. Well, I
1: thought the second school was going to be more of kind of what the first one wasn't being able to get those minutes, being able to like be one of those players on the field and like working with my coaches and like having all of those opportunities but it didn't work out as planned and my coach had kinda already had players he was pretty much happy with in my position so I've kind of just fallen back down into a bench player of not really getting many minutes, not getting looked at if like they don't get injured, things like that. So I'm kind of just like in a sense hanging out practicing until something happens and i kind of want to take control of that which is why i'm looking to transfer again
0: i'd like my producer jason to jump on real quick jason you you made a comment to me before we started this morning about the transfer portal being so what how heavily traffic does?: is it
1: yeah i saw a list online of the five most populated cities in the united
0: states and it was you know new york and los angeles and number four was transfer portal how about that, Sarah? Did you realize that, how, how busy that is?
1: Yes. Yeah, it's a crazy time right now for the transfer portal.
0: Yeah, and and so basically hundreds, if not thousands of people are going through that. Now, you obviously have found some schools you're going to look at and, and be interested in. The stress that a college athlete has to deal with, we've, we've heard so much in the past year about Several young young athletes at the collegiate level. The Stanford women's goalie committed suicide. There have been other athletes who've had to deal with terrible, stressful situations. How's that? Has that been for you? Because obviously, it's got to be frustrating. You're you're a, a very together, very bright, very intelligent young lady. Um, to deal with all that stress, how's it been for you? What's it been like? I know we talk about it, but what's that been like?
1: It was. It's been very very challenging um after my first transfer it was like a really hard time for me because I created so much anxiety and like performance pressures on myself from my first school and I kind of like took myself out of my social life a little bit like wasn't really reaching out as much like down on myself making myself I have to train more stuff like that like not just taking it very serious and not doing the little things I like and like learning to enjoy it again so I was kind of just like really, really hard on myself within my sport because I wasn't performing, or I didn't think I was just because I was being told I wasn't performing to what I was supposed to be. Like, it's a lot of pressure to reach those. Like, you have your parents that you don't want to disappoint, like you have siblings, you put time, your money into this sport, and then you're not getting what you want out of it. So it can be a really hard time, as well as trying to keep up with everything outside of it. It all becomes a lot.
0: And that's when you you sought me out at that point, correct? Yeah, and then why don't you share before we go to our first commercial break here, basically what we've done to try to help you deal with that from your perspective.
1: I think a really big thing that has helped me is, like, learning to control the controllable. So, like, if we're at a game and I'm not getting the minutes, I'm not looking at the clock. I'm just, I'm in the moment. I'm having fun with my teammates on the bench. We're cheering them on. Like, it's a lot of fun. And then, like, once you get to go, you get to go. And if you're on the field, like, you do what you can, like, I practiced all week. I built up to this point. So now it's just like having that like last thought of just doing what you can do on the field once you get that chance. So I think that was one of the biggest things, like the biggest lesson like I've taken from it so far.
0: Well, we're going to go to first commercial break here. So you hold on. We're going to continue this conversation. I'm sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every Sunday morning from 7, 8 a.m. I'm here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. And I'm talking this morning with Sarah, who's collegiate athlete has been working with me for quite a while on herself and a wonderful young lady and she's gone through the transfer portal once going to go through it again because she wants to play she wants to play college athletes want to compete and the stressors the anxieties the pressures that they have to deal with are there and like I said as we open the show Terrell Terry an NBA first round draft pick two years ago just retired he's 22 years old the pressure got to him so that's why we're talking about this this morning. We'll be back in a moment. I'm with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. We're on the leader in sports, Sports Radio 810 W.